0: Again, we see it all the time. When people are trying to teach you a language, the traditional grammar approach tells us to start with the alphabet, right? Here's the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Consciously you learn the alphabet. Yeah. And it's like I, I'm not sure that's really efficient to be honest, because it relies on consciously controlling the process again. Yeah, one question about your friend that I forgot. And how did she go about teaching you Korean? I mean, the, um, the symbol. Oh, the
1: written, yeah, the written language. I mean, she just went through each, I, I mean, it's very systematic. So the vowels are either vertical or horizontal. They have one little thingy or two. And and the the sound change, like if you have a vertical vowel and it has one and you add one, that change, the sound change is systematic for all all the vowels. Um, there are a bunch of consonants where there are three versions, three different sounds that are related. So they'll use the same base consonant and then change it in a very systematic way. So it was just, you just kind of went through mm-hmm. and and explained it to me. And then we, yeah, I, I could go read the signs. I Of course, only understood them if they were English loan words. But.
0: Right, because that's a topic I'm interested in. You know like other alphabets and things like that because again i have a funny feeling that because the process you're talking about this sounds pretty conscious to me right
1: oh for re- learning the alphabet the written language oh yeah, yeah totally yeah yeah yeah
0: but i wasn't I'm, I'm not sure about that <laughs> well, well, well what i mean by that is the the only language i've started with a different alphabet is russian yeah. it's still not that different right If you compare that to to, um, Japanese or Korean or Mandarin. And what I noticed is back to the channel that I talked about comprehensive Russian in one of her videos, when I was starting out, she had a map of Europe and the names of the countries in, in Cyrillic, in the Cyrillic Mm. African-Russian and I noticed that my brain (laughs) noticed (laughs) that france and finland had the same starting letter
1: right
0: when she when she actually used it you know she talked about france i was like "Mm, so this little circle with a stick that's our f sort of right
1: yeah
0: so it's like my brain figured it out without me having to consciously learn the different letters because again we see it all the time when people are trying to teach you a language, the traditional grammar approach tells us to start with the alphabet, right? Here's the alphabet, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. consciously you learn the alphabet.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like, I, I'm not sure that's really efficient to be honest, because it relies on consciously controlling the process again.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, actually, so, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, just a final, final thought that that's what I did with Russian and I can yeah. Russian. Yeah. No, I don't understand what what some of the words mean a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, but I can't read them. If that makes sense. Totally. I, I didn't have to consciously, you know, sort of match them. Okay, so this word is this sound, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's when I, I mean, you as a native speaker, English, you didn't have that probably, but I still remember when I was, I I don't remember how I was, but I was in primary school. I was a small kid. And I remember in English class, to teach us the alphabet, they'll give us a song. So it was like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, blah, 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 blah. Which I understand you try to make it, you're trying to make it more fun for kids. And that's okay. But I realized later on, even now that I, can perfectly communicate and I speak the language when I have to spell things sometimes I have to go through the song yeah. <laughs> and if it's B that's fine right yeah but if it's you or X or you have to go all the way I yeah. see and I'm like Fuck, What's what's going on here yeah however when I have to when I have to spell the letter I for example, because in Spanish is different, so it can be confusing. Mm-hmm. But do you know why I get I right when spelling because of words like VIP?
1: Oh right, yeah.
0: Uh, it's so common that I've listened yeah. to it so many times that I don't pay attention to I meaning this uh, letter, right?
1: Yeah.
0: But it it comes natural like B I okay, VIP. So yeah, as opposed to having to go through the entire alphabet consciously, in my mind, right. you know, yeah. So, and I'm sure so we can find examples of that in every language that, yeah, that, you know, I, I'm starting to believe that any conscious effort to control the process is actually hurting you.
1: I actually believe the same thing. For, yeah. for Korean, I wasn't really trying to learn Korean when I was learning the alphabet, so it doesn't really matter. Um, if I do this again with a different language that has a different writing system, I'm not going to learn how to read until I can hear all the sounds crystal clear.
0: Mm-hmm. And by
1: then, it'll be e- easier if it's a phonetic um, system to just pick oh. it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with numbers, actually. People count yeah. are trying to say, oh, it's 798. And they'll be like, oh, 7. Yeah. It's. Um, it's really hard if you've learned to c- the numbers by counting and not through natural interactions and things.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, with English, for example, so you, I think you actually acquire them through things like, I don't know, uh, for for courses, you use a lot, um, one-on-one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, English one one or economics right. one one whatever. So things like that, that are used on a daily basis. Yeah. Or the 50th anniversary of whatever, you know. Yep. As opposed to, okay, so 10th, 20th, 30th, you yeah. <laughs> know. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just an attempt from us adults to consider control the process again. Because when when you have that knowledge to sort of rely back on, you feel more relaxed. But it's hurting yeah. you. <laughs> That's the funny yeah. thing. <laughs> I do think
1: I, it is.
0: And when you're, you're only relying on the comprehensible input you got and the subconscious acquisition of the process, yeah. Back to your example with Korean, you don't really know if you can communicate in Korean, but the moment you have to, it'll you know you'll be surprised. Right? I
1: assume that if you drop me into a village in, Korean where, in Korea where nobody speaks English, I, I assume I would be fine. I would say lots of things incorrectly. I would have. I would not have perfect pronunciation, but I'm sure I could communicate enough to to, to get around.
0: Thanks for watching. And if you wanna enjoy the full interview with Katrina in which we talked about different tips, ideas, resources, and keys for language acquisition, and in which she explained how she learned Korean with no study at all, you can find it here. And also you can subscribe to the channel right here I really appreciate it and it helps me a lot. So thank you so much and I'll see you in the next one. Bye bye.